Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello. It's the I Don't Get It podcast. Duh. Duh, it is. Um, we are gathered around in a cozy, on a cozy fall day. Um, it's 7 p.m. It's dark outside. We're in New York City. I've got a glass of wine and candles lit. I'm just trying to paint the picture. Not that you guys would ever listen to a podcast like in the same setting, but that makes me think. The first topic of conversation that I have today, where do you listen to your podcasts? Because one time I was on a podcast, um, somebody, the host was trying to paint a picture that um, you were just lounging in your, in your family room. It was a relaxing setting and you were listening to your podcast, but let's be real. Nobody ever listens to a podcast while sitting in their family room on the couch. Okay. Lizzie. Oh, by the way, Naz isn't here, so we are joined by feminist Liz, everybody's favorite fill-in guest host. I feel like there should be like a drum roll, like "Hello, everyone! Thank you, thank you, thank you! I'm here, here." here. I know what your song should be. Your song, like your batting song, is basically the song from Mary Poppins, where she like the mom is coming down the stairs and she's like, "A vote." What's the What's the song? You, I know you know it votes for women and it talks about how men are useless and i love it oh my gosh my daughters will be daughters or whatever oh my god now that's gonna really drive will adore us well, da, 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 da. i can't i don't know the words really but of all people in this room lauren was the last person i would think would get that song i don't remember you ever ha- taking an affinity to mary poppins but lizzie loves mary poppins love mary poppins this truly gives me such great vibes i mean julie andrews in general i'm saying love her she's the best and then with a feminist little narrative to it votes for women suffragettes we like love to see a progressive mom like that who's just like i can't take care of the kids because i'm out there getting votes for women yeah she should hire a nanny good for her like i want i want a prequel of just her life of the mom's life (laughs) how great would that be just a prequel story it's when I first saw that movie, I kind of, I, I remember that song because I remember she was really, really pretty and I really, really liked her vibe. But then I also feel like they kind of like painted, painted her like a harlot kind of, and I kind of love that. But is that just like me 
projecting maybe she was supposed to be slutty you think i don't know i feel like maybe because oh i know why because she lifted her skirt up and showed her leg that's why yeah she showed her more than her ankles and it was very controversial for the victorian age you know and it wasn't the victorian age it was like edwardian or was it edwardian like the 1900s i guess that's okay well let's let's look it up let's look it up uh okay so this is our first google of the night what age does mary poppins take place in era era what did i say age it's gonna be both okay i guess it would be called the progressive area era progressive era okay well that makes sense doesn't it yeah 1900 to 1929 okay but yeah well let's look it up what what year was mary poppins <laughs> taking place in i'm well, gonna take before it would be before 1919 and 1920s because that's when women's oh right oh that's true but now i'm just curious what were they supposed to be um all i can think of chim chimney chim chimney chim chim juru so Mary Poppins came out uh, in 19... Or it takes place in 1910. Uh, takes place in 1910. Did not come out in 1910. All right. But um, initially, uh, the yeah. conversation was, where do you listen to podcasts? We've already gone on such a crazy, weird tangent. How do we even start with that? I... <laughs> don't know. No, you said my Feminist Liz, your yes. walk-up song. Okay. Okay. Honestly, okay. oh, I was saying... Um, such i want like one of those prequel stories like cruella but i want it for the mother from um mary poppins yeah. it's really not a bad idea how great would that be in like her feminist tale because they really tried to make her sound like this like really absentee mom that was just like a floozy but then you watch it and you're like she's not a floozy she's out here fighting for women's rights she's not shopping she's no. not like spending money you know it was like trying to be like oh her these poor children their parents are never here her mother what was his the, the mother is doing he was a banker i don't even remember oh. what the dad looked like he was like. a banker yeah he had a mustache yes charles banks <laughs> mr banks mr. right mr banks i loved mary wait poppins. mr banks that was they had the whole um they had tom hanks do the miss remember tom hanks did that movie mr banks i'm telling you yeah there was that movie but did it have anything to do with mary poppins oh sure yeah that was the prequel that, that was, was that was the creation of mary poppins and the woman who wrote it and yeah how it's right like, exactly it, fine, it was so like, we probably do know some information about her about the woman yeah oh about the mom i don't know but i really it's just like a story from the woman who wrote mary poppins and like was really not into the whole idea of it at first but um tom hanks loves a prequel oh he also loves a time period a time period disney-esque movie also being a spy in world war ii like world war ii spies and space also now like why is he out there just boats yeah boats (laughs) boats space um, period pieces yeah uh, what's your favorite tom hanks movie castaway forrest forrest gump but i think forrest mm-hmm. gump is number one and then after forrest gump then you can say favorite Lizzie, there's catch me if you can there's apollo 13 there's oh you know what the green mile that'll get you but that's not one of my favorites but i love the green mile do you want me to answer it's a great answer okay go <laughs> That thing you do. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, that's so Lizzie. It's so great because he also wrote it and gave Charlize Theron her first job in that. Charlize Theron is in that? He, she gave her her first job, which was a part in it where she's like baking out with the guy in the car for a little bit. Like she's a cute blonde. Um, He directed it. It was like his directorial debut. That is so crazy. When did it come out? 
<laughs> how many the times 90s. do I ask if a movie's come out? I'm gonna go ahead and say 96. With Liv Tyler, oh, you know that that was like that song. You that Tell is. Oh, I have a question. I wanna hold your hand. There's no, like a that's trivia. That's, it, like, no. that's the Beatles, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all put our heads together. I and know tell what it is. Everybody it is that I'm dumb. You do. Yes. That, it's literally the song and it's the title of the movie. <laughs> I can't believe And Ashley's like, I want to hold your hat. No. Thing you, you do. Oh, you yeah. doing that thing you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes this my is, heart. It breaks my heart into two. a million pieces. Which so I have a follow-up. I, remember. I have a follow-up question for us to eventually get to okay. closing some windows. Is what is some windows? As you all know, I open a bunch of windows, start nine conversations. Just, I have to go back, just, or else we, it gets too so drafty. We should just come all the way round about the episode with the question: Where do you listen to your yeah. podcast? That would be a but perfect the question. What is the greatest fictional movie song? I heard that that's like the one of like that's the highest ranked song by a band that never really existed. I would believe that that song is so catchy. I mean, obviously. A goofy movie. Ooh, that's a right? great one. I also have to say Powerline. Powerline. I really I mean, talk about a movie before it's time. The Josie and the Pussycat dolls. I've never seen Josie and the Pussycat. That's not really like my jam. They seem a little bit fl- like ditzy for me. Have you guys never seen it? No, I've never seen it. I saw it a zillion times when it, we used to re-air on like VH1 and MTV when we See, were in like no, the early 2000s. The thing about the movie, if you go back and watch it, it's a big commentary on like the music industry and stuff. And it was just way before its time too that I feel like you would think it's more clever now. But the music in it is so catchy and so good. It mm. is. Also, everyone's trying to dress like it now. Oh, oh, I have a good one. I have a really good one. Jennifer's body <gasps> through the through the trees. Oh my yeah. god, that's so yeah. good. And what was their band name? Um something dark. Oh, what the you fuck? You should probably look it? it up on your phone. You probably oh. have that song. Oh. And I think it's listed under the name of Wait, the Wait, I have another good one though, too. Okay. What was it? I was just had a Oh. Scotty doesn't know. Fantastic song from what? From Eurotrip. Remember? Oh, I've never seen. God, Matt Damon Eurotrip. sings it. I thought that was a real song. No, Matt Damon sings it. Eurotrip. Matt Damon's in Eurotrip. Yeah, the beginning. He's in this as Scott. Like Scotty's the boyfriend. It's like Scotty does it. No, that Fiona and me doing my van every Sunday. Guys, so I don't even know if I know that song. It's so catchy. I feel like. It was at Moore's wedding or something. That would have been. I think they did. Oh, maybe yeah. they did. Yeah. Play and yeah. I didn't know, and I was like, I don't know this one. Yeah, yeah. through the trees yeah. is performed by Low Shoulder, which is Adam. Adam. Oh, what's his name? what the fuck is his name? Adam. No, um, from the OC. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. We are struggling today. Oh my god. Adam. We're all a little hungover. It's not Adam, though, is it? Is it is Adam? Bro- what was his no. name? Adam Brody. <laughs> Brody Jenner. No. no. Adam, Adam Brody? Brody? Adam Brody. If you've been living with eczema, acne, or rosacea, you can relate to the frustration trying dozens of products over the years without any long-term relief. Living with visible skin condition like eczema can impact your sleep, confidence, and a sense of self. You deserve better than that, and that's why it's time to rethink eczema treatment with Glad Skin. Um, skin conditions like eczema um, actually is an itchiness, redness, inflammation, and it's an imbalance in your skin's microbiome. So unlike any other products um, for these skin issues, GladSkin uses Microbalance. Microbalance is a revolutionary protein 
that restores balance in the good and bad bacteria that live in your skin so you can finally heal. And it is so effective that 91% of users, adults and children, who have tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement in just seven days. That would be amazing. And also, I know that a lot of people with eczema and rosacea kind of get addicted to steroids. Gladskin is a microbalance that is steroid-free, and it works without harsh ingredients, and it's clinically proven to reduce eczema symptoms, and it's even gentle enough for babies. And we love that as you can hear in the background. Um, so if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try Gladskin. They're offering our listeners 15% off with free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash get it. That's gladskin.com slash get it for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash get it. Okay. So but we got to go back. Our favorite Tom Hanks movie. Okay. So Lauren, what's yours? Cast I said Castaway. Yeah. Castaway. But I find to cast- Tell me if you can or Forrest Gump. I feel like I need to see a no, but full I love, filmography like, I really first. love old Tom Hanks, though. Like, Splash, Big. I, I had to turn off Splash. I thought it was horrendous. I Why? could not get into it. Maybe it's because I was so old watching it. Yeah, it's I kind of watching one of those, it for the first like, you have to watch it in, like, a... I was young, watched it with my parents, because they're like, it's such a cute, like, movie, you know, big. Well, like, big. Old, yeah, yeah like of course, Tom big. Hanks. It was yeah. cute. Still um, made me feel a little something, a little certain way. I don't know. Weird. It was kind of scary. Weird. Oh, it is kind of scary. It's because of the Thorin. It's because Zolar. they were at the carnival the, with the Zolar without so parents. Scary. Zoltar. Zolar. And then he had to like live with a life without parents. And his parents didn't know where he was. That's why it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's sad and scary. Oh, you know what really made me feel weird is Terminal, the one he lived in the airport. Yeah, I watched that when I was pregnant and miserable for the first time. I never saw it. And that makes you feel very nervous. It makes you feel very weird. I felt like that, though, when I was traveling so much with all my bags just living in the airport. Why did he live in the airport? He was like a refugee who came from a country, but they didn't have any paperwork. And, like, while it's a true story. Oh, wow. While he was traveling there, like, the country basically went through turmoil. So, like, his passport wasn't valid, so he couldn't get in, but he couldn't go back. This guy actually lived at JFK Airport for, like, so years. So Tom Hanks played this person? Yeah. Where was he supposed to be from? Oh, also the Da Vinci Code. I think it was a made-up country he was supposed to be from. No, it's a real... It's based on a true story, though. See, I'm a big, fat idiot. (laughs) (laughs) See, right there. I'm an idiot. Um, Um, Well, I have nothing other to say about Tom Hanks right now, guys. Oh, my God. Sleepless Sleepless in in Seattle. How did we miss that? That's what I mean, like, golden age. You've got mail, which is great, but not not as good as Sleepless in Seattle. But that, for me, isn't like a Tom Hanks movie. Sleepless in Seattle? Because you got mail. Both of those are like, oh, Tom is it, Hanks. You got male Nancy Myers? No, I don't think I think so. it is. is it? What is it? It's the other one. If it's not Nancy Myers, it's the Nora other Ephron. one. Nora Ephron. The other one. Yeah, I knew immediately one. it was like the other one. <laughs> um, anyway, that brings to, us to. I love that. Meg. Because I'm going to come back around yeah. on. But those, I'm like, okay, Tom Hanks is in those, but they're so they're but they're not a Tom Hanks movie in my brain. You I know where Tom Hanks mm-hmm. is like the standout person of the film. That's funny because on my honeymoon, I read a book called Waiting for Tom Hanks, and it was about how he was the ultimate rom tom rom com character, rom tom rom tom character, and how like every woman like aspired to be with like a Tom Hanks, somebody steady, true, and romantic. Yes, and also just like. Like good looks, but like his personality really makes it what his personality is what it is. Yeah. Um, which brings us to fall. (laughs) Back with lighting the candles, having glass of wine in New York City. Circle back around. We have had the most fall day today, and decided that there is nothing more fall 
than a Meg Ryan fall. <laughs> there, it is a well. All I think of is she's the queen Harry of fall. Met Sally with that oh, with the picture on the picture, like the DVD. Oh, her yeah. carrying the pumpkin, like leaves falling, cream sweater. But even even give me like. You've got mail that fall. Oh, you got mail that so bookstore. Even Would it be in Seattle? Ma- oh, very feels much. Very fall. Well, even though Sleepless in Seattle happens a lot over Christmas, and yes, then but Valentine's it feels more Day, than a fall movie to me. She is the queen of fall. Mm-hmm. I just really like her and Taylor. Taylor is a different kind of queen of do, fall. Do you think that Taylor is releasing this album? Which, by the way, guys, I guess will be. Oh, it's okay. This podcast is released. That we. This is our last podcast before Taylor releases an this album. Is a, a BT before Taylor. Before Taylor. <laughs> It'll be before midnights and then after midnights. <laughs> so the question is this. Is she putting this out because this is like the ultimate fall album right now? Like, is this another red? No, I think it's going to be a lot edgier. Well, it doesn't make any sense because her, like, her past, her past two albums have been extremely fall, in my opinion. Lover it came was out so in fucking fall. summer, right? Lover. Lover is such a summer album. Exactly. It, it did. It came but out there's in so many. Okay, yeah, I'm talking about like, Evermore and Folklore and Evermore. Folklore. That one, respectively, August and then December. Folklore came out in August. I know, but it doesn't feel like No, that. it should have come out in October. Exactly. But I do feel like a lot of the songs on Lover, though, like, yes, of course, Cruel Summer, but there are a few that feel very folly to me, like the song Lover, Archer. Like, they're very, I don't know, maybe it's just kind of like the retro aesthetic that I associate with a fall, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think this album's going to be in my opinion, a mix of Lover meets um, 1985? I think 1989. 19, I think it's going to be like... <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> It's going to be like 1989 meets... Oh, God. A little bit of Reputation. Oh, my God. I would love a Reputation. I think it's going to have some ed- like edge to it. Okay. Because... Because Lizzie is the PR strategist, so she kind of... The way knows. she's like smoking on an album cover. She's smoking on the album cover? Or there's, it looks like it's like she's lighting something. Oh God! And am I going crazy? Hold on. Um, let me make fact this check. This has just been a googling it's session. Fa- it always is. Okay, so she's not smoking on the cover, but she's lighting a ma- like a, a Zippo, Zippo lighter. lighter. So I think she's about to like burn some shit down. I think it was an in between. I feel like this album. A Zippo lighter is the cr- cigarette lighters. It's just a lighter. You just flip a it. Cigarette lighter, not like a candle lighter, right? Yes. <laughs> you know when, when Link Arkin had a Zippo lighter ash? And oh, yeah. Could it you down? imagine yeah, yeah. if Taylor Swift was on the cover with a candle lighter? <laughs> <laughs> like the one that you put in like a fireplace, the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, ready to burn funny. it down. Yeah. Okay, so you're that right. Would that would be way more relatable. That would be more fall. Um, <laughs> that would be super. I don't yeah. know. Quintessential fall. No, but I think this album is giving me the energy that it is like really should have been where reputation is like i feel like this album in the vibe that i have uh-huh. is like a mix of reputation 1989 with like a little bit of lover coming in i think it's going to be kind of like retro vibe of like 70s vibes to it mm-hmm. how lover was what but i think it's like going to be edgier simon vibe Could i think it's like carly maybe i think it's going to be a little bit I'm more edgier Mac- I hope so. That would be, be amazing. Nice. That would I be feel cool. like I could see her doing that. I feel sure. like Lover was kind of like, and then to folk folklore was almost like a Fleetwood Mac yeah, album. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dawson right now is acting like he's he's part of the podcast. He's in the podcast, but he's also in the Fleetwood like, Mac so album. So dramatic, just like everything <laughs> like in a field. But he like wants to be right up here with our one mic right now. Oh, he's smiling, giving kisses. 
Hi. Oh, Dawson. Um, but so I am excited for it. I think it's going to be edgy. She says like one song's called Karma Vigilante shit. Like Karma oh, apparently no, was Karma the album. Vigilante shit. That's very cool. Shit. It's it's called Vigilante shit. Vigilante shit. Yeah. Wow. wow. But also one of the song Karma was what every all major big Taylor Swift fans, because I don't have a baby. I have a lot of time to just deep dive on the internet. Um, is what fans are saying was the name of the scrapped album that was supposed to come after Reputation. No, before Reputation. Before it. But then she got scared. No, then everything happened with so there was like three years in between when she did eight nineteen yeah, yeah, yeah. but usually it's only two. Yeah. So she had this karma album prep. She, she scrapped it because she didn't like it. She didn't, it well, because she, she needed to like come out and like, she had a lot more shit to say that like, yeah. had to change the tone. Like she couldn't put out the same wow. album that she was going to when all that stuff happened, okay. you know, like everybody, she and went from being shit. America's darling to basically everyone shitting on her. Yeah, so and then she put she out reputation. reputation. So people were saying that they think, so she kind of like laughs about it too. Cause everyone's like, Oh my gosh, is that the name of that was like the album that got like the lost album or something. Oh, you think she'd ever use? So- yeah. I yeah. feel like she's using she's, some of those songs on this. She's recording and adding some new songs she wrote earlier on and all of these like re-recorded yeah. albums. So I feel like she's not afraid to put out old music nowadays. I was I not like a that. fan of the more series. I think they were fine. Evermore series. Yeah. Like folklore, folklore. Like they're great, but the they're not. Series? Is that what they call? Uh, that's what I'm calling that makes it. It makes sense. Yeah. The more series. Yeah. Like. The everyone is like, oh, everyone loves it. I'm just like, it's not for me. It's, it's not. It's definitely not Lizzie's type. That's definitely not your type of love. But like to but me, but there's no clear and like vibe. There to was it a very that clear vibe. I felt was authentic. That it, like I don't know. I just feel like there's always a buildup, and maybe it's because she just dropped them that I was just kind of like, where are these coming from? You know, we always get like a teaser of what the aesthetic, what the energy is, what like her feelings are, like what surrounding this album. Like you get, I love that she makes it a sensory experience. There's colors. There's like feelings. There's almost like you can smell well, she it. Did that attached. very much with um, the re- the Reputation album and, and Lover and, and Lover and, 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 and yeah. I was just Red Lover and Pastels all of them yeah. all Red. of them all of them okay but I'm saying Red yeah 1989 it all had an energy and like you could not put your finger on it but it just like felt like something yeah I just couldn't grasp that with the Moors and maybe that's because she just kind of dropped them and then I just felt like it came out of I nowhere. think it's the drop thing because the other ones is just like she built up yeah well, like you said build up it's like aesthetic. a feeling that you feel so connected to it that it just makes sense and you yeah, can't well, believe she, you ever had it without it since we're traveling now and since I'm a hypochondriac I take great comfort in knowing that I have the ZocDoc app. And if I am feeling like, you know, a little psychotic and feel like I have something wrong with my brain or my heart, I can look on ZocDoc, which is an app that helps you find um, top-rated doctors in your area, and you can see if they take your insurance, and you can do online booking. It's so convenient. It's so nice to have. I used it to find a cardiologist um, a couple months ago. It was so easy. Um, ZocDoc's mobile app is very easy. You can find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into the doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Um, 
So it's really nice not to go up to the counter at the end of a doctor's appointment and then to find out they don't take your insurance. So DocDoc kind of covers it all. I mean, we make um, reservations online now. You can pick any time you want. So why not make it as easy as making a restaurant reservation? So go to ZocDoc.com slash get it and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for the top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's amazing. That's ZocDoc.com slash get it. Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash get it. Okay. So then with Reputation, she only put out the one song, but it was like, whoa, you know, it was like in your face. But then she changed everything and she changed the way she did everything. Yeah, I know. Like no teasers. It was just black and white. That's what it was. Yeah. But like with Red, she did preview songs. Remember how we used to get like early release songs? like like a countdown. Yeah. Because we used to buy the album still then. Like. And now we stream the album. Yeah, we oh, stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I so wonder true. if she's going to turn off Shuffle like Harry Styles and um, oh, Adele I didn't did. Know that was what's, a thing. what's that mean? So you can't shuffle Sorry, and have I'm to listen so straight through. So Adele was the first one to get Spotify to do this. Is where you you cannot shuffle the album you when can't you listen. Skip a track. You can't shuffle it. Oh, okay. So why, it has would, to why be- would anybody want to shuffle it? Ashley. Why would anyone want to shuffle? Yeah, I understand skipping tracks, but why would you want to not listen? People to just order? like will listen to it on shuffle. Like, you'll just shuffle the songs. The whole album or, like, yeah. lots of songs? The no, whole the whole album. album. People well, I do that. I don't understand. I always want to listen to it in Because the you're old and you would put because an album I like, in. I like, I like you would put it in the CD yeah. in the player and, like, you then hit you're, next. You understand the narrative. refer to it as one, track one or track two or track three, not yeah. even know the names of the yes, songs. Yes, this yeah. is more like, okay, I like these songs or, like, you're just going to people just listen to it and they just get the songs where Adele was the first one to get Spotify to do it to change and turn off shuffle. So you had to listen to it in the, if you wanted to listen to the full album, you could still make a playlist and shuffle it and do it, but you had to listen to it exactly the way that intended on it. Yeah. And I think it's totally fine and respectable. I hope Taylor does that because that's like her stuff. I feel like you have to, the first go around, you have to listen to it the way that you're supposed to. I had no idea that people were into shuffling albums. Oh, yeah. I thought that you always listened to it as intended. No, I think it's like... Ah! I think... Yeah, we don't shuffle. Um, I think people are just so used to whatever their settings are on that you just are like, oh, play, and if it shuffles, fine. I would never know if an album was shuffled Yes, exactly. You would never know because it's just like you see the names versus like, oh, my God, play track 12. Like, you cannot name what track a Taylor Swift song is anymore the way we used to be able to say, like, track five. Track four is Poison Ivy on the Jonas Brothers third album <laughs> think about how i used to like of course no, i had right. an ipod back then <laughs> you know, I'm right. yeah. yeah but you know track uh, ipod like i had an ipod when like but i'd also get the oh. album version because the album version was very big to get you know and then i would put the album version in my car yes and, then and that's go, how we would know yeah to go to the track numbers but that's the thing i feel like once i got an ipod and stuff it's just like you don't really resonate that as much or you like pick the songs you like so i think this is like in order to get people to like really listen to it through vr training platforms like the one developed by fundamental vr and orbis international are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop learn more at meta.com metaverse impact as you write your life story you're far from finished are you looking to close the book on your job maybe turn a page in your career be continued at the georgetown university school of continuing studies 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. On another topic of conversation, these two here, they're only two years younger than me. We've always talked about the same pop culture and known what's up. And all of a sudden they quote things and I go, what's that from? It's a whole new lingo out there now though. But also like Lauren and I are very avid. We speak TikTok fluently. You guys like almost speak Gen Z. For for millennials, you really do. We do... Like, I, mean, I think it's the TikTok. Uh, so what were I, you guys I, just saying that I didn't understand? Everything. I mean, <laughs> Ashley, but we were saying, all I day. used to text Ashley all the time, the pop culture things. Like her and I knew everything. She had a baby and her brain, where that knowledge used to live is mush. She had an entire lunch dedicated to telling me about the don't worry, darling, darling do- drama. drama. We went out to lunch and she was like, so? And I was just like, okay, here's exactly what happened. And this is what this means. Where Ashley and I used to be like all on top of it. Now she's like, please catch me up. I have to keep this kid alive so I don't have room for any other things in my brain. We were just saying like, no, sleep till Brooklyn, which is not a new song. And Ashley goes, I don't know she anything. She goes, what is it you just said there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, she just... Took a bite of macaroni salad. It goes, mm, classic deli macaroni and cheese. And we're like, that's not macaroni and cheese. So, so whatever. I'm like dying laughing, what? guys, because I just so seriously was eating very mayo-y macaroni. <laughs> yeah. And I just, cla- and I just classically just, said. Whatever comes out of her mouth, yeah. she decides, that's good enough. Yeah, that is exactly. <laughs> that was precise. It's close enough. So this is just a PSA <laughs> to check on your friends with kids because... <laughs> They're they're not they're not doing well mentally. <laughs> I mean mentally they're not doing well. That's so funny. Ashley is surviving. Okay, so uh, what was I laughing about earlier? Um, <sighs> I don't. We remember. were talking about Taylor Swift. Okay, no, no, your lingo. Okay, so mm-hmm. so oh. you guys, um, not only do I not understand all the TikTok sounds they talk about, but um, I'm thinking of I am today who um like the the moms of like when i used to babysit and Mm -hmm. stuff and the moms would be like in their mid to upper 30s and then i they'd be like oh they wouldn't know the names of all the instant guys and i'd be like these guys are they're so dumb like i might not know the names of all the instant guys yes and that's like me knowing all the names of the bts guys yeah. yeah, like exactly. are you kidding me? Of course, I think I don't about that know. so often because you know, and I am imagining Ashley in her most hyper fan mode, just so mm-hmm. judgmental of like, these poor you, women you who know. are like juggling babies <laughs> on their hips, and she's like, "You don't? I'm sorry, you don't know their birthdays and their favorite color and their full names. It's so she embarrassing." Come home, she'd be like, "Um, Susan did not know that Justin." brushes with cold cake it's so embarrassing that? she thought he brushed with crest yeah, like yeah. that no. is so but i kind of feel like the same way when i talk about pop culture with uh, like other clients or people and they genuinely don't know things and i'm like well, how they, the fuck don't you know this well there's some there's people like that are basic so like of course i'm up on the basic level all right like yeah. i would know that Haley and Selena i was took a, pre- a picture today and it was a big deal but i would know it if i got my phone later tonight do you, you know what I mean? yes yeah. but you didn't but know she was on call her daddy recently no and i gave didn't. a breakdown which is fine okay but you're up there it's like you knew there was don't worry dar- darling drama you just didn't, didn't know what it was yeah yeah honestly it takes a lot of videos to watch to understand that drama well it's also today 
the gossip goes so deep because there's one lots of conspiracy theories because there's so much media there's out so there. much info you can just yeah. consume mm-hmm. yeah and blind items day, and all that stuff. you're not getting a people magazine once a week to catch up on your news you're now having to do it 24 7 that's exactly correct or you're not watching trl from three to four and you call it a day you yeah. know like there's no scheduled time for gossip anymore it's always on <laughs> it's not just like what the publicist statement put out you exactly because you can always 24 find hour pop culture news Crypt- cycle as well cryptic tweets cryptic instagrams likes but also TikToks. you don't know what's going to pop off i mean in terms of men cheating everyone thought i think the <laughs> i know men cheating like um Adam Levine. Yeah, I think that like mainstream media, like people and all these people thought like that's going to be the biggest scandal. Plot twist, it was Ned from the Try Guy that everybody freaked out about. Ned from the Try Guys. Do you understand this, Ashley? I know the Try Guys and I know know the Try Guys. I have no fucking idea what else you're talking about. Ashley, this has been what the only thing on the internet that anyone's been talking about. (laughs) Please, Gail. They literally did an SNL. Engale me with the tail. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Okay. So the Try Guys, at least we know, you know, circa 2014, BuzzFeed, when it was at its prime in the Try Guys. Oh my gosh. BuzzFeed and the Try Guys. I just had a flashback. So then they had their own channel. They're still doing that. There are four of them. But the one guy, I barely watched their videos only a couple times. Pacifier! Yeah, where is that? Where is that? Again, this is Ashley's mom brain. She'll just yell, Pacifier! Where did it go? Anyways, back to... We found a pacifier. Ned from the Try Guys. So, Try Guys... I remember watching a couple of their videos just because they would come up and then you just, you know, you're sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Baby sneezes. Okay. He's like full grown adult sneezes though. Um, You're sitting there, but you always remember one of them was like obsessed with their wife. Like that was like his whole narrative. Everything was, well, my wife says, my wife wife does. And they like, it was a joke. It was a running joke because oh, all really? he did their personality like and Jared. Yeah, Jared, like, Jared, Jared, Jared. But their per- his personality was like the wife guy. Okay, like he oh, was. So what? What's going on? So <laughs> I know it's so good. It's because of the way we found out too that makes it so juicy. They started removing him. Like fans were noticing that he was like getting edited out of videos and like their. That he wasn't in the promo for their new merch or something like also Chrissy, the try guys have, have merch, merch and like yeah. are still doing this um so they were like oh interesting and then somebody on reddit found that he had was spotted at a club with one a food baby <laughs> a girl who's on their other like one of their videos from their channel they have like multiple mm-hmm. it's called food babies mm-hmm. So it's like another person that worked out. for BuzzFeed. They were making out at like a club. Oh my God. So then everybody was Someone speculating. Uh-huh. And then they all both came out with a statement that he had been fired from the Try Guys and they were removing him. And because yes, he was but, no longer the wife guy? No, but he, he was cheated on, on his, his wife. wife. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm no, not it's, fired, it's fired for that. For that. But with. It's an employee. So it's it was employment an laws. If it wasn't, it was HR. Wasn't, it was shit. like an HR shit, like the amount of legal issues you have with power dynamics and stuff of somebody who owns the company then having a an affair with someone else who works at that company in those positions is like a very big legal issue Mm -hmm. but basically that drama has been breaking the internet that the wife guy was cheating had an affair for over a year a consensual relationship with this person over a year 
So that overpowered the the Adam. Levine? Nobody cared about Adam Levine. It's only the Ned from the <laughs> Try Guys. We really expected it from Adam we Levine. I feel like they have Adam an open rela- relationship. No. Yes. Why? But Hottie does not look like she gives a shit. Yeah, she hates his guts. Probably. I feel like they definitely. She is a hundred percent like. We probably are open. She probably like hooks up with girls. Like she's so hippy dippy. Who else do you think? Has an open relationship? Lizzie, like, looks at all the blind items. Explain what a blind item is. I love a blind. It's basically, like, but I love, oh, oh, the worst thing of all, I'm at Ashley's house. I'm talking, like, Ashley and I were pop gossip gurus. Ashley wanted to be an anchor on E! News. Like, she used to be with it. I had to tell her what Dumois was. (laughs) Do you know what Dumois is? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I do. Do you follow Dumois? I do not. I like it now. Yeah. Yeah, but Ashley didn't know what Dumois was. I was like, Ashley, (laughs) this is like the mecca of blinds, but I love following like one of the Dumois sites where they then take guesses of who it is in the comments. Yeah. Um, But it's so good. And there's so many things about people having open relationships. Yeah. I think a lot of them do. So, let's say, who else do you think has an open relationship? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Who Who do you think? No, an no, no. I think only your... No, but I feel like also it's just like a vibe you get from some people. What do you guys... What would... You, I'm going to laugh at Lizzie's response. How much money would you need to film a sex tape? Oh, that's a fun question. Have we not discussed this on the podcast? Because Jared and I like to ask to this. film it or like release it to the oh, public. Oh, to release it to the public. Spit <laughs> oh, directly, my man. Oh, I'm sorry. But to, to, to release it to the public. Oh, actually. Oh, so, guys, we just took about like an hour-ish intermission. Got some food. But the real point of it was because my child was being the devil. The devil, so and you we know we're not afraid to say it. Perform no, an exorcism because he threw up through his pacifier while we were recording. You will hear the end of that little. But that, that makes it sound like he was sick and not feeling good. But then when I said like, "Oh man, maybe he doesn't feel good," she's Lizzie like, said, "Ashley's like, old. oh no, he's only fussy because he just doesn't feel good." And I was like, mm, "He's always like he's this. always <laughs> like this. It's just easier to put him down usually when he has his accoutrements and swings and whatnot, but yeah. he has nothing here." So we put him in um, my dog's bed. It's clean. I just washed it. Clean dog bed. Um, and we, we gave put him a paper towel. Gave him a paper towel, some Elmo, and we put a Theragun under his butt. So it, it vibrated him right to street sleep. Right, right to the street. street. Right to Sesame, Sesame street. street. Right to Sesame Street. Um, but we were laughing so hard at the fact that he was trying to rip this very strong towel. Paper towel. Paper towel. I mean, it was just like... I told joke with Lizzie. I was like, I know you. This has got to be Costco brand, and this is a great advertisement for its strength. I know, but also it's a just... A baby can't rip it. Yeah. <laughs> Even a baby can't rip it. <laughs> Even a baby doesn't make any sense. No. But no, it just no. shows that we've all lost our minds, lost and it. it's basically three women and a baby over here. As a hairstylist and a woman, I do know that hair is so much more than physical appearance Um it really shapes our like relationship with ourselves and how we feel about like our self image and our confidence. And I mean, I see every single day someone comes in to my salon and they ask like, why is my hair thinning? And there could be a number of reasons, but the one thing I always suggest is take Nutrafol. And I myself has begun taking Nutrafol every single day. And I think um, just having a conversation that it's kind of normal. A lot of people go through thinning maybe a thinning patch, maybe it's just kind of like always been a thinning hair. And um, I 
I just kind of want to get to talking about it more and not being ashamed. I really commend Nutrafol because they are bringing awareness to thinning hair in women and just how insecure you can feel about that and how alone you can feel about that. And they kind of want to start a conversation um, amongst people to make them feel... um, safe and they can share their stories and connect. So if you're um, going through this, I feel for you. And luckily Nutrafol does too. Nutrafol wants all women to know that hair thinning is, hair thinning is normal and you're not alone. Um, the popular hair growth supplement brand is on a mission to normalize female hair issues and create a safe space for us to connect and talk and destigmatize female hair issues together. So let's talk about it. Your hair story could really help another woman. I, I just see so many women be so sad and they just want to go straight to wigs. Um, but it's it's really helpful to know that you know, some people are wearing toppers. Some people are taking Nutrafol. Some people are doing things to kind of counteract um, the hair thinning. And it's nice to connect with others that, that do that to make you feel a little less alone. So join the conversation at shedthesilence.com. That's shedthesilence.com to kind of talk about your hair story and connect with other women. So, so back to our topic. through. I mean, we were talking, trucking. but now you said three women and a baby, which brings me to... Yes, your affinity um, for the affinity fucking mustache man, yes, Tom Selleck. Yeah. Tom Selleck. Duh. And the fact that Lizzie also loves Tom Selleck because I, I know that Lizzie can appreciate a Tom Selleck man. I love Selleck a Tom man. Selleck from afar, but it's also too intimidating for me to think of a Tom Selleck-like man because he's just a, such an adult. You know, he's even when the he ultimate adult. Like, that's why he wasn't attractive old, to me yeah. until I was old. I think he's like attractive, Her. but he also still feels too old for me now. Like I get Monica being oh, like, now oh, he is, yeah. yeah, and I'm just no, oh, but even like Monica. Yeah, remember even with Monica, she was. Somebody, like supposed to be 30 and he was supposed to be like what do you think 50 upper 40s but like even if i feel richard. like the same richard richard his name would this is be from richard. friends everyone keep up um i think everyone knows um, it's the most attractive out show um but yeah i feel like even if i was in the same age range i would still feel like he's too Old. If you was in, if you were in your well, now he's like in his seventies. But if you were okay, <laughs> did you not being with it? Some people age. Some people get older. Let's rewind. Say, say it's nineteen eighty-eight when, like, I think that's about the time that Three Men and a Baby came out. Um, and you are the same age as Tom Selleck in that movie. So let's just say you're like forty. I think he was like forty at that time. Wow. So what would you want? To, if you were I don't know. Wrong, oh, what? I don't know now because I look at no, this photo and I'm like, oh, that is hot. <laughs> That's okay. So but like, he's 40, I know you're looking 40 at this and like you look 10 at him years ago, he's still too old. No. But no, I'm saying like 10 years ago when I looked at this See, photo, she hasn't watched Three Men and a Baby recently. As in like, uh, a, like a full adult, not yeah. like a 20 year old. Like I would in my 20s be like, oh, he's still too old. But now I'm like. He's a, a zaddy. That's a zaddy. Yeah, a zaddy. Okay, so listen to me. Lizzie, this is your job this week. Um, Get with Tom Selleck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That would be my ultimate goal for you. Um, but this this week, I want you to watch Okay, th- Three Men and a Baby, which, by the way, pales in comparison to its follow-up, Three Men and a Little Lady. Mm-hmm. Three Men and a Little Lady, straight rom-com. It is a rom com. You didn't even know it when you were little, and he's so hot. And he's the love interest. In a little okay, lady. but he's the love interest. So you're like he's the romantic lead. That's Whose the one that was it. Whose baby was it? It was that lady Sophia. Yeah, but wasn't it one of theirs? No, no, no. Who the fuck? Is oh Sophia? yes, it was. Wait. Yeah, it was one of was theirs. Was it Steve Gutenberg's, <laughs> or was it Ted Danson's? <laughs> the way that it just came out of your 
Steve Gutenberg. No need for Google for that one. She just ate all those syllables. Steve Gutenberg. That was not a snack. That was a full meal of a name. Steve Gutenberg. You just like marinated up. You ate all of those syllables just like one by one. Oh, all right. I know like a lot of the audience that like hasn't seen the Jimena baby or like doesn't even know who Tom Selleck is. is like, Ashley, shut the hell up. But this is the exact demonstration of how old I am because here I am way more excited about Tom Selleck than I am about any of the pop culture yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. She's like, let me yeah. tell you about Tom Selleck. No, listen. You are mom. I oh, know, my God. Shit. My mom used to be obsessed or still is obsessed with the movie what's what's the neil diamond movie the mom the, the jazz singer the jazz singer and my mom tries to turn everybody on to the jazz singer as if it's like the best movie ever she if anyone new comes in her like have you seen the jazz singer and it's like <laughs> no and then she'll have them sit down and watch a three-hour jazz singer because she's like obsessed with neil diamond she thought he was so hot do you like okay. neil diamond First of all, the jazz singer is like also, but I love that your mom is trying to be like, watch the jazz singer, not the like 1927 movie, which is like the first talkie. No, no, no. The the remake. It's literally the first talkie movie. Wow. She's like, no, no, no. Please watch it with Neil Diamond. It has a 23% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it really? Does it? 23%, 37 on Metacritic, 5.8 out of 10. I think half of that five, only thing getting it up from a three is probably your mom commenting. (laughs) So listen, this is during COVID. My mom's had too much to drink. um, And she does this thing where she'll be like, you know, she she makes you watch something. And then she's like, oh, we'll turn it off. We'll turn it off now. You're not into it. She's like joking. She's like, you don't like it. She's not even kidding. You're seeing like you're into it. Like, Look at this photo of him in this movie. Yeah, she thought he was hot. Oh no! Oh no! You know that that is um, Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball's daughter. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm okay. struggling with. Her, I know we're getting mom. a little. I think these people people are going to be a little bored at this. I so am I'm confused. Okay, and I'm right. But here my mom was. Is my mom? My mom had. Um, <laughs> my mom had Jared watch it after much. Struggle, poor Jared, because he can't say no after a while to your in laws. Yeah, so he's watching it, and like he's obviously very—it's so mediocre. To say yes, yeah, it's so mediocre, and my mom is like, "All right, Jared, we'll we'll turn it off. We'll turn it off. Like what? I know you don't like it. We'll turn it off. She's like, "What's a bad movie? Camp Rock." <laughs> one and two. Yeah, we can agree wasn't very good. But we was like, oh, it's good. You know, so and so's in it. Like what? I did this recently. Oh, I watched um I watched oh, do you remember how hard we laughed during death mind. at a funeral in the movie theater? Yeah. Like yeah. Lauren and I were pissing our pants at the remake of Death at a Funeral. Um, the one with like Chris Rock and mm-hmm. stuff. And I talked it up so much to jared and finally he watched one of the movies that i wanted to watch and then i like watched was watching it and i was like it's gonna get better it's gonna get funnier i promise and then i just like never did huh and i felt bad Uh, i don't have a movie like that where i've realized is bad yeah um mine that i try to get everybody to watch they usually don't and you guys haven't even is newsies where i'm like it's so good you gotta watch it everyone's like but that's like a kid's thing excuse me no no it's not a kid's thing you had to to like it as a kid like someone Art. said to me, oh, I haven't seen Hocus Pocus as an ad- I haven't yeah. ever seen Hocus Pocus. Yeah, they're not going to get like, it. You're not going to get it. Just don't even bother. No. Don't even- also, like the Mary Kay Nashley movies, you can't try to watch them now and be like, correct, I don't understand. Correct. They're yeah. not for you. Can yeah. I just say that the in-laws asking you to watch something or you showing someone something is so annoying because I have shown 
the McFadden's two movies that were not meant to be funny, and they laughed at it. They, what they make jokes the whole thing. I'm like, what? I'm trying to show you a fucking film here. Wait, but Lauren, what? Movie? One of them was The Shining. They oh, laughed during it, and they they'd never like, seen it. They were like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, they've never seen it, which is ridiculous. And they like they were like making jokes and not taking it seriously. I'm like, I'm showing if anyone's showing me a movie, yeah. I'm gonna give it the respect that like, they think it's great. So I'm not gonna laugh or make jokes about it. Well, it's like I think that it's super disrespectful when you are excited about showing somebody a movie and they are on their phone yes. a lot of the time. Yeah. That yeah. makes me feel like yeah. it Lauren, makes me feel personally. I will never forget this. Offended. The one time we tried to watch Newsies, you had a boy over and you were so distracted, but you knew it that you were distracted. I was, and you felt that's really, really bad. fucked up of me. I apologize. It's okay. That was your real crazy boy face i think the which one was it i think it was like that one guy no don't even say his name gross oh, i will God, not the say worst. the name actually the that guy i will not them. say the name of that vampire <laughs> we won't say the name of it but you guys lauren was dating somebody who we thought ended up we didn't know at the time but somebody we were telling him all these weird things that he would do in the bathroom i had no and idea how he would like he was get, definitely doing drugs in the bathroom would, we were just yeah. too naive we we're like he has he some was, weird bowels he was doing heroin in the bathroom or so we think because of the signs that he was showing, but we had no idea that that's like what like, Carolyn was taking. It was so obvious looking back, which is so awful. Yeah, because we he used to go. So he would run the water. He would run the water for, for like twenty fi- minutes, not twenty. Like maybe Lauren, it was so long, maybe like ten minutes. Which is we thought he was pooping, and then way we realized we're like, there's no way he's pooping. And then he come out and fall asleep. Time. And my parents would like get up, like it's time to leave, and then like he would be like so asleep. And there was one time that he fell asleep on the front <gasps> stoop with a bottle of he milk. He opened the front door and had milk in his hand. Yeah. Ew, I feel disgusting. And then he like left the carton out there. And yeah, and like, dad saw it on like the cameras. Yeah, super weird. Oh, he was like, yeah, there's milk sitting outside. Okay, anyways, off topic. The second movie that I showed them was mm-hmm. Fear. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I see more I laughing at that That's a hard one. That could be like campy that. for people who don't get it. Yeah. It's not. It's did they, the same did thing. They, I, I would never I say that they get it, Lauren. Yeah, you have to really know your audience before showing somebody their, one of your favorite movies. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, another question. Who do you like when you're watching a movie now, like an older movie? That you're like, oh, I would have had such a crush on this person, like a Tom Selleck. Okay, like so Tom Selleck is my answer. No, you got to do a different one. Oh, okay, fine. Oh, but wait. Oh, oh. That would be like I say, like, oh, that person would ruin my life if I was, like, watching this in the movie theater. If I was 25 or 30 and watching Mel Gibson in Braveheart, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good answer. Thank you. Good answer. Good, good answer, answer. Good answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> mine would have to be Rob Lowe in... Uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Fire. Oh, oh my yes. gosh, oh, guys. Would have ruined duh, duh. me. Yeah. Ruined my life. If he asked me to film a sex tape, I'd say, sure, which he did. Not me, but he did film it. Remember, he had the first like sex tape ever. No, yeah, who? Rob Lowe. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that. It was like so eighties. It's like should it's we so find grainy. it? It's not hard to find. It's so grainy and like weird. Should we? Ha- like, press sex- pause have and you watch guys this? watched any no. celebrity sex tapes before? Besides Kim's. Oh, I also during Pam and Tommy's show. Pam I watched Pam. Pam and Tommy's during the show. No, I watched Pam and Tommy's. I've seen like like parts of it, but like it's also just like weird because you feel like you kind of know these people. So it's like a little too intrusive for me because you feel, I feel like with celebrities, you know who they are, you know, like versus if you were to turn on like a porn and be like, oh, I don't know this person, Mm -hmm. like versus now you're kind of like, this feels like a little dirty. Intrusive. Yeah. It feels a little intrusive. You can't think of really any other celebrity sex tapes. Well, what did you think of the Pam and Tommy one? 
Um, well, the thing about Pam and Tommy that was so crazy was like the first. Like, yeah. It was apparently, like, Rob Lowe was the first. But even if you watch that in the 80s, it's so grainy oh, footage. Sylvester Stallone has one. He did oh, what yeah. he did before he was ever famous. Really? Yes. He has a An very hairy bush. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's like very 70s, very like there's fog kind of. Oh, but that's like, like a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He did prof- it wasn't like a leak sex tape. Correct, correct. Yeah. So we were talking in the car this week, um, not, but not with you guys, about um, Kim and the Ray J leak, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, do you guys believe that, that Chris orchestrated the whole thing? Because now I do. I, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. She does not give a shit about. Selling her kids for sex. Also, like, Kim had to okay it, so it's also Kim. What do you mean she had to okay it? Well, I'm just mean like, do you think that that was done on purpose and yes. wasn't actually leaked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, so this is the conversation we were talking about. This is what we were going to start talking about before, and we were interrupted rudely wait, by my first. baby. <laughs> rudely by <laughs> my baby. Who would your person be other than Tom Selleck? Um. This is not my answer, but you know who I wanted to bring up in this conversation of old people who rock? Brandon old people who rock? Frazier. No. Oh, gosh. No, no. Yeah. Paul Reiser. <laughs> Who's Paul Reiser? Ashley. <laughs> Wait, I don't know who that is. I love so Paul Reiser. Old. Lauren, it was Helen Hunt's husband and Mad About You. You're disgusting. No, I don't want to be with him. I'm just saying I love Paul Reiser. Okay, okay, okay. Ashley, you're he so makes me comfortable. This audience like, is so confused. <laughs> I'm imagine like the B list of like Billy Crystal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Truly the B side. Here, wait, exactly. here's a grid. I don't get it. I don't get where the heck Helen Hunt went. Yeah, she really Why did. Why was some... she like one of the biggest movie stars of all the night early or late nineties, early two thousands, and then just gone? Well, she did gone. what she had to do and she peaced out. She doesn't need to work, probably. But do you think it was like I would take like I'm just gonna be off? Or yeah. do you think that she just was like, ah, I don't want to do movies anymore? Or like I'm I, she didn't get hired anymore. That's such a good question. I wonder <sighs> because you, you got look a little at bit some too of these old. Maybe she's getting title, cast for title she... of the podcast. Where did Helen Hunt go? The hunt for Helen Hunt. You guys, again, again, I tried. We need to do a full deep dive episode on it, though, because if you look at it, some of them, like Mia Farrow, or like some of these other people, like I forget, there was another one that um, Ryan Murphy just cast for one of the shows. Is like these women who kind of got like aged out, aged out until and pushed out because of like yeah, and Harvey Weinstein and all those other people in all of his all of like American Horror Story now, and I can never Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, yeah, yeah. But like, there's I wonder though if Helen Hunt like something happened in the industry where she got pushed out in the same similar way as like these some of these women. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Well, it's amazing that we have Lizzie here also because she is a fellow um, go-to therapy warrior. Um, I know Lizzie has been in therapy for um, like two years now, and I've been in therapy for my whole life. We know Naz has been. Ashley is yet to get there, but she's. Um, I'm sure she would also benefit from it. And um, we use BetterHelp. It is the most convenient um like it, it's convenient, affordable um, form of therapy there is out there. And I love that they do also online booking. You don't have to call a therapist and have the same date, same time every week because it may not work with your schedule. And we're just all out here trying to make our lives easier. So BetterHelp is there to make your life easier. You can do a phone call. You can do a chat. You can do a video call. Um, 
and you can schedule a different time every week with your favorite therapist and they match you with a therapist in under 24 hours and you can change your therapist if you feel like you're not vibing you know it's like dating um so if you're thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try, and it's affordable and entirely online. So get matched with the therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time, like I said. If you want to improve yourself in any aspect of your life, therapy can get you there. So visit betterhelp.com slash get it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash get it. So should we do an expose podcast? And We, we could, but I, I feel, don't get yeah, it. I, I don't get it. Where Helen Hunt? Okay, but it has to be. No, it's the hunt for Helen Hunt, and it's just the hunt for Helen Hunt. She said that five, but instead of like the hunt for Red October, (laughs) you just like put Helen Hunt on a red submarine. Yeah, yeah, what was like the last major motion picture she did? Because guys, she and how old she was? She did for um, Spectrum Cable. She and Paul Reiser did a reboot of Mad About You, but it was only on Mm -hmm. Spectrum Cable. Now you can find it on like Amazon Prime or something. But I was excited at the time, which was like two or three years ago, because I had Spectrum Cable. You want to hear something crazy? Mm. She was married. Yeah. That whole time to, to Hank Azaria, who's that? The oh, voice of that. all the characters from The Simpsons, but not, but not oh, very long for not, a year. Not long, yeah. And that was her only husband. Oh wait, what is this guy? It seems like she She's still wants to act. Like, do I don't know. I need to know if it's like by her own fruition or if it's like something that she what's her last movie she was a great she was in 2020 2020 but like not like a starring role i mean her bringing it full circle to our conversation earlier nancy myers my my bae love nancy myers nothing better than a nancy myers kitchen and aesthetic she was in what women want which is an incredible what women want is my favorite it's one of my favorite it is my mel gibson's in it who i find very attractive and it's just the I love I love it. I mean the daughter, all of it. Oh yeah. my god! And he's just like and I'll and throw in the shoes and the makeup. We'll do it all. Yeah, and it's fun ready for so prom. Oh so cute. Uh, I love that movie. I don't what that that's, sex that's scene, such an underrated with, rom-com. What, what's her name? Oh my gosh, with Marissa Tomei. Marissa is Tomei. So I remember watching that like younger, being like oh, sex god, just being like. <laughs> oh my god like that's so uncomfortable but so now i'm like that yeah. would be genius if yes. you could actually so fucking funny. do that yeah. oh so my god we watched that at bubby's funny. i'll remember that forever oh my gosh and where you just i was like, traumatized. traumatized yeah i remember um i don't know what's sex scene. <laughs> yeah. i don't know what's sex scene that i'm traumatized by seeing mom i still dad. can't watch anything over like a pg-13 with your parents. With my parents honestly i remember watching forrest gump with mom and dad and then like the house shaking when she's sleeping with the principal oh my god full circle no was um pay it forward with helen hunt oh yeah that was disturbing for me but she, she had sex with kevin spacey and that was yeah. re- with mom and dad and it was but really it wasn't really romantic right i don't rem- i think it was semi-romantic oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. so I, I feel like the romance like isn't as awkward as it being just straight sex because no, like it's no slow in top yeah it's in, too slow and too sensual slow. at least like weird. bang it out and be done with it 
Yeah. It's just any sex scene. You just don't ever want to. Do you remember Ugh. a sex scene that you were traumatized by? Because I'll tell you another one for me. <laughs> because fuck what you have to say. I have another one. Ashley <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> always does that. She'll pretend to phrase something as a question, but it's really just an entryway for her to talk about what she wants to talk about. She's like, do you have one that I don't care? Don't answer that. I'm going to tell you. If, you. if you're not ready right now, I'll go with mine. Yeah. Like if she's like, and she's like, if you're not ready in this five seconds, I'm going to, oh, no, I'll go. Okay. But just to let you know, I'm actually just going to speak. Yeah. But Lizzie, tell Sorry, us. You gave me five seconds. I can't remember a traumatizing moment. Let me just dig back into the archives. Not all of us live with our trauma at the top of our heads like you. Some of us like to suppress it. You always are able to be like, oh, that was so the worst moment of my life. And I can easily pull it up. I'm like, I. The filing cabinet opens. There it is. What was the embarrassing? Like not a lot. embarrassing moment. That was the only one that you that you suppressed. Oh, the one at the club. Yeah. yeah. The one yeah, where but, I went up to at the bar. Like, yeah, but like also it's still so easy. Like mine are under lock and key. Ashley's are just like files that are like spewing out at all times. You're like a disorganized third grade teacher. You're like, it's in here. Oh, yep, here it is. <laughs> it's like, isn't that confidential? Like a student's records. You're like, ah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So uh, do you have one or, or Not should yet. I share just mine? Share just yours. share yours. It's... We know you don't want to hear mine. You're just going to be sitting there you waiting know. to tell yours. You know, I'm very excited about hearing yours. Go ahead. Okay, go. Mine would be the beach with Leo. Um, so uh, my my friend Kelly Sharkey, uh, she rented not related to me, which no, is crazy. Look very similarly colored. So I don't know similar. how you guys and live in the same related. neighborhood. Literally, yeah. everyone's like, "So your sister Kelly?" I was like, yeah. "We're not related." Yeah. They're like, yeah. "Stop lying." Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're both Irish Catholic and super proud to be yeah. Irish Catholic. It's like very strange. Okay, and it's not strange to be proud to be Irish. <laughs> it's like it's that's just literally it's every Irish sim- similarities. <laughs> okay, so she rented the beach. We watched it like kind of like in secret in the basement, and there was a sex scene in the tent where Leo and this woman are like sitting up mm. and having sex. Like, do you, have you seen this, Lauren? Do you know what I'm even talking about? I, I've, I've seen the beach, but I'm, a, I'm familiar with the position. Is okay. I'm saying mm, yes to. Okay. okay. So, um, <laughs> I had no idea as a, I guess it was like eighth grade. I want to say eighth or ninth grade that like, which is funny because some people are having sex by ninth grade, but I am here being traumatized by this sitting up position. Yeah, like, I thought you only had to lay down looking at each other's faces. <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> See, again, you guys, it's like these times where it's like representation matters and not like making love. Okay. Okay. It's classic, Ashley. Yeah. Like not a Tom Cruise slowly laying you down on the bed. Yeah. Yes, of course. And, um, and they're, yes. they're just, um, going at it, st- sitting up in the tent and I'm just, just, that's it. That was it. That was, that was stuck with me for life. Okay. You were like an adult <laughs> and it was, I was in ninth grade. You thought I was an adult in that grade? You're like 15. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would be like seven. (laughs) I feel like at the time you would have also been jarred. Uh, Maybe. I just, the way you led up to that, I was like, oh, uh, mine actually was Titanic. Mm. Uh, Well, because I felt like there was so much buildup to watch Titanic and my parents would not let me. Yeah, yeah, and then, so I yeah. went to my friend's house and watched the whole thing. And then yeah. the sex scene happened. Then you felt so guilty and dirty. You're like, Oh my God, I watched it. I'm like, so, you yeah, know, true. so, so that's true. so much about it. Like yeah. that really traumatized me. And still to this day, I'm like, everyone's like, Oh, that I'm like, no, I have a lot of deep, dark yeah. trauma and Catholic guilt about that. So, Do you know, that that's what Lauren and I did with fear to get and bring it full circle. Yeah. More. It's just like, it makes you feel so icky as a child because you have so much like, 
I felt alive. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a car get fingered like, on that roller coaster, and I was we, like, like we my like, eyes Lauren were like so widened. Lauren's to like, the I went to f- yeah. go to there. <laughs> I went to go to there. <laughs> I was like, I never came up with this when I was humping my pillow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks for the material for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so short story. Um, I was 17 when Lauren and I wanted to watch Fear. I went to Best Buy. I bought it myself. Ashley, are you fucking serious? You were that old? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Maybe I was 16. It was junior year. I was in year, eighth grade. So junior year. So I was 16. Okay? okay. I was one month. I was like months away from being 17 and okay. being able to like leave. Too much detail. Okay. <laughs> and my mom was like, you guys aren't watching that until I watch it. I'm watching it first. She wanted to preview it. it to make sure it wasn't too like crazy for Graphic. us. Because it was rated R. Yeah. Because okay. it was all rated R and she like wouldn't let us watch the rated R. Oh, that's R why you were that. saying you were almost 17. Yeah. yeah, I was almost 17. So I could almost go to the movie theater and watch it by myself. You probably could have I... done that before, but. Mm-hmm. Probably. It's, mm-hmm. You know, that Regal Theater in Sterling, <laughs> they were really cracking down on, <laughs> uh, on <laughs> license checks. Okay. So, yeah. Um, that was, I we felt so, I didn't. So my mom took the DVD, she put up in her room, just sitting there and, we, and they went out to dinner or so, furniture shopping. Cause the only place that they used to go alone without us was furniture shopping. Okay. So maybe they, that was code. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it doing in the car? Just in a hotel. Okay. Anyway. So then we went up there, ripped the plastic off that DVD, popped it in. And then mom, we put it like we back the and thing. watched the whole thing, put it back. And then mom was like, did you watch it? And I've never seen mom and dad just, more mad. They were both life. so mad. That's so why mad. I remember it because they were <laughs> so angry. I was so upset about by myself. Oh, I can imagine a full grown Ashley in her just <laughs> full grown sixteen year old Ashley. Yeah, like but like yeah. a full grown woman with the most naivete, like yeah. childlike in like innocence, just be- sobbing in her boy band room, crying about watching fear. Writing your diary. I did something bad. I did. That was when people are like, when was like a time that you remember getting in trouble or doing something bad? Yeah. It's like I watched Fear with my mom previewing it. At I 16? was so like, fuck you guys. I saw the best thing ever. I'm a woman now. I'm getting fingered. Yeah. Really yeah. You know what? You know what's an underrated sex scene in that movie? Um, hello, when he takes her panties off in bed, when he takes her virginity. Yeah, that you think that's a little scary, a little creepy. Just, I mean, I don't know if it's it's not hot. I, okay, you're right. The sex scene itself, but the way he comes in, with the, the way shirt he comes off, in, yes. and then like kind of like try like the seduction part, but yeah, then like yeah. when she's actually when it's actually happening, you can tell you can it's tell, she's not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and that ready. doesn't make you feel good. Although, you know. Okay, Ooh, question. Smart. What do you think the best, you can't say fear, ever in a movie? I have to think. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm. this is so basic. I'm Titanic. The Notebook. Oh. That's, it is pretty good, though. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. The going one up that, the stairs all wet. Yeah, yeah, that really. Definitely wow. hold my pillow to that wow, one a that was a times. good one. And then the way he, like, slowly takes off her stocking. That was nice. Nice <laughs> touch. Um, it's so funny though for like women. You guys might have it. It's so funny for women though, like the parts that get us versus mm-hmm. like what I'm sure men stereotypically think yeah, like women like. like we're like, oh, oh yeah. when he carries her in, when, he carries, and, when that sock comes off. Yeah. 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 Well, that's like the female gaze versus yeah. the male gaze. So the male funny. gaze is like that girl is hot. She has big boobs and a big ass. I would like to have sex. Mm-hmm. The female gaze is like gaze, gaze, gaze like gazing. Not yes. like yeah. So gay. like the male gaze is okay. like what like you know. Do you know that term? No, I do. 
like the male gaze it's like also patriarchal so you're welcome i'm here um, <laughs> it's like i'm not dressing for the male gaze like for yeah. male attention oh, okay, okay, so okay. then women have come back with this own term called the female gaze yes. where it's like we don't Men think we want an 80s Stanley Tucci. We just want Stanley Tucci now. That the is the gaze female is gaze. Ryan Reynolds. The oh, female gaze yeah. is like a like uh, uh. <laughs> the guy you said from Mad About You. Yes. <laughs> no, it's Billy Crystal in Billy Crystal. No, Billy Crystal in When Harry Met Sally yeah, yeah. is the female gaze. Yeah. Like, let's go around and say who our female gaze. Well, where so- it's like the person that it's like it's not like looking at them and being like you're yeah. classically hot. It's like a Henry Cavill is like classically handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Versus yeah. like uh, more gritty. Like why women like Pete Davidson? Yeah. Well, it's like guys definitely. Oh, you like Chris mm-hmm. um, Evans, but I but like, like a Boston Chris Evans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like when he's like when he's like talking with a boston accent okay okay and he's like you think i should grow my mustache and i'm like please keep saying that okay like you know where versus you know again a henry cavill like these really just traditionally hot men where now everybody on the internet is obsessed with like stanley tucci now because he's like okay he's this like refined gentleman he'll just make you a cocktail he'll like he's in touch with like but he's in touch with like who is this Stanley Tucci. I don't know who this Tucci. is. He has the eating thing, Lauren. He's not. He's He'll not like hot. make you a cocktail. I don't know who this is at oh, all. You know who Stanley Tucci well, is? Maybe once I see the face. Hold on. We have to find an in between though here between Billy Crystal and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Timothy and, Chalamet is kind of the female. Gaze. Yes, that's fine. Yes. Harry, yeah. Yeah. at times is definitely a female gaze because yeah. he's like so flamboyant that like it's like men are thinking that they should go to the gym and pump iron and then we're yeah. all obsessing over harry styles mm-hmm. and yeah, exactly. like in With a dress polish yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh i know him. yes 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 okay it's more of the energy that like women women look at things from like a deeper lens basically yeah. that men are so stupid that yeah. they're just like oh body hot i like we're yeah. like m- women are like oh, did you see the way that he like rolled up his sleeves and then pushed her to the inside of the sidewalk as they were walking? That is the female gaze. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, but man, Ryan Reynolds just has to be the definition of the male gaze yeah. because no girl is like, oh my God, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? We've said I mean, this I feel like before. some people yeah, I do. Know. I feel like this could be like the Ryan Reynolds show. It's like the, I, the, in the end, at the end of the day, and like the last week, the last yeah. podcast of all time, the end of the day, the girls just didn't get Ryan Reynolds. No, you know who I think is even more? A female gaze or male gaze? Male. male gaze. What? Channing Tatum. I, he's a potato. Mm, well, young yeah. Channing Tatum, different. Young Channing Tatum, different. Today Channing Tatum, yeah, I get it. Colin Firth in Pride and Prejudice, female, female gaze. gaze. You wouldn't understand it unless you get it. The girls mm-hmm. that get it, get mm-hmm. it. The girls that don't, don't. But yeah. who do you actually think is hotter in that? Hugh Grant or... I mean, I actually huh? think Hugh what? Grant is hotter. You're talking Pride about and Prejudice. Jones. Signing off. <laughs> this has been Ashley. <laughs> bye, guys. Okay, goodbye. Are you done? That was so abrupt. Bye-bye. They think that I was ending that too abruptly... I mean, she just, she just all was of a sudden, like the most socially awkward thing I've ever seen. Like where she's like, that's like me when I leave your house. house. Okay, yeah. fine. So yeah. we're back. <laughs> okay, we're going to end though with our male gaze, female gaze. Okay. I think Chris Hemsworth, also a male gaze. Male gaze. Yes. Versus. Has, yeah. I mean, he's hot, but like, he, I don't like need him. Yeah. What about, oh, Jason Momoa is a middle ground. That is I feel a like he's ground. gotten more hotter, like mainstream early, like the Jason Momoa you loved yeah. of um, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that was 
super female gaze. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like why do they and want I this liked guy? Him, who, I liked him more yeah. during the female gaze part. Yeah. Because, Everyone did. Yes. And now because now it's just is like everything gaze. is too much. It's like, uh, when a guy is overexploited, he becomes male gaze. A hundred percent. I saw him in a subway. The, I didn't personally see him in a subway. I saw a TikTok of him in the subway getting a sandwich and it made him just the female gaze again mm. oh yeah you know who's a good crossover though hmm. who i think is just gays tiana reeds because See, men love tiana. him jared's obsessed with him jared's obsessed with him, but Jared. he has that female gaze energy mm-hmm. where he's gonna like him in speed are you kidding that is yeah the perfect yeah, both cute. of worlds very because cute. he's like this hot guy but he also has this softer qualities that women are noticing you always remember yeah. like watching a movie and you'd be like oh, i love the way that he just like touched the like small of her back yeah like did you see that tiktok where he was um it was an interview and it was like i want my perfect day so i want to wake up have sex eat breakfast go on a walk watch a movie have sex eat more have sex who is go- this keanu reeves oh it sounds like a horrible day <laughs> Three times? He wanted to do like seven times, but it's Keanu Reeves. So like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's that particularly attractive. He's like good looking, but he's just not like he does nothing for me. But I still think you found a good middle ground for the mass general. Yeah. Also, I think that's why women like mass general. (laughs) Also, last thing, I feel like that's why women love Bridgerton is because... Men are like, oh, it's just them having sex. And it's like, it's not just the sex. Yeah, it's yeah. the buildup yeah. to it. It's, it's all the about the sexual tension. In between. That touches. is why, like... That's oh, why we're like Pride and Prejudice. It's the dancing. It's the slight pinky touching the oh. someone else. Yeah. In Richardson season one, when he's at the boxing ring and, and he takes off his jacket and rolls up his sleeve, every woman's hoo-hoo pocket film. Yeah, like, yeah. it is not... Which is just, like, very female and male dynamics. It's not about actually the sex. It's, like, everything leading up to it is, like, what women want men think we want a ryan reynolds that's the title of this where is helen hunt please let us know if you have tips please if you have any tips please email us at findhelenhunt.com all right well guess what guys i have to end now with uh, maybe the utmost full circle moment gaze what and that is male or female together that's Uh gotta be patrick swayze I would 100% concur. Okay. Well, yeah. Patrick we- Swayze in Dirty Dancing specifically, because yeah. yeah. that is a man coming off a roadhouse to then being able to dance and look the way he does. Mm-hmm. 100%. That yeah. is just chef's kiss. Oh, chef's kiss. Now we must end this podcast by saying, where do you listen to your podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I listen to them in the car. I listen to them in the shower. I listen to them walking around the house. While I'm, I'm cleaning. Yes. Cleaning, I have to, I listen to them while I'm in movement, yeah. whether I'm in the shower, walking, doing something in my house or um, cleaning. If you listen to them sitting down, just like stoic, you need to get checked. Yeah. That's crazy. I agree. That's I agree. really weird. Like, why are you doing that? I just sit down and listen to voices. Yeah. Like, I just going to sit down and look up to the wall and think about this. That's why they became popular because it was like something that like a conversation you could listen to when you're doing other yeah. things. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for... Thank um, you for coming on this patience. journey. It's been a journey this yeah. evening. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye. That was a proper sign off. I don't get it. Podcast.